Take me out to the ball game. Take me out to the crowd. I'm a big bloated Irish ape. Brett Kavanaugh going to Catholic hell. Hey, everybody. We're here. We're here with Dave Anthony, and we are getting comped. Hey, everybody. It's it's your Chapo, and joining us this week is Dave Anthony of The Dollop. Dave, Hi. how's it going? It's not good. Yeah, <laughs> it's bad. I mean, I, I, again, uh, Felix's little song to start the show, uh, I think about sums up how we're feeling right You're now. You're probably going to have to cut pretty much everything of that, but except for, like, uh, take me out to the ball game, honestly. Yeah. There were some good lines there. there was a, yeah. I like yeah. the rhyming couplet at the top. I'd keep everything up to that. <laughs> I just don't want to be investigated by United States Marshals. No, yeah. yeah, I'm not. When I say comped, it's not a code word for anything. <laughs> well, okay, I know we've we've talked a lot about Brett Kavanaugh and this Supreme Court nomination a lot recently on the show. It's hard to avoid it. It's you know the biggest story in the news right now. We're recording this a day after uh, yesterday's uh, hearing in front of the Senate Judiciary Committee, which saw Dr. Christine Blasey Ford testify and tell her story. Followed by Brett Kavanaugh. The, Fo- the Fox News segment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Jeff Flake, who you may know from the meme about the dog who smiles in a certain way that upsets his owner. Uh, <laughs> he's, you know, he's doing the right thing, which is he's giving the FBI a week to investigate just three decades of this repulsive bog, bog orangutan just raping up and down the mid-Atlantic. And, you know... If the FBI can't figure it out in a week, maybe they will interview Brett Kavanaugh Todeshayev style. Who am I to say? <laughs> maybe well, what if they, I'm, not, I'm not saying I hope that happens. What if he I'm, reaches for a broom, broom handle while they're interviewing Brett, him? Brett, the, the interrogation room looks dirty. Start sweeping up, bud. <laughs> okay. We're, we're recording uh, minutes after the uh, uh, Judiciary Committee votes uh, 11-10 to advance the nomination, where Jeff Flake, the swing voter on the committee, who did vote to advance the nomination says I'm not comfortable with having a full Senate vote tomorrow. And I'd like to postpone it for up to, but not more than one week for the FBI to investigate all of the claims against Kavanaugh. What a, all right. All right. What a uh, profile encouraged by Jeff. Yeah, Lake. really brave. Um, all right. So I'm going to give the dumbest federal law enforcement agency. I mean, I guess they're all equally dumb, but I'm just going to give a bunch of idiot Mormons and Guidos from Long Island a week to investigate just, you know, how many allegations, how many more, you give this another month, how many more allegations come out about this fucking guy. But, you know, thank you, Jeff Flake. Thank you. You know, I hope you, you know, you, you post you, more great pictures of your family going on a flight, all that shit. I love it. I love hearing from you. I love seeing your stupid little fucking pained grin that looks like someone nailed your cheeks to your molars, you fucking little rat. Well, that's why they're rushing this thing. And, and uh, several of the Republican senators, they practically gave the game away uh, during the examination of Kavanaugh yesterday when they said, uh, you know, look, if the, the uh, Democrats just want to delay this, if this drags on, uh, you know, just uh, more allegations are going to have more women are going to come forward. We can't have that happening. Right. I w- yeah. I mean, look. We got we got to talk about this hearing yesterday. I told myself I wasn't going to watch it because I knew it would be too grotesque. Yeah. But then I started to, and honestly, I watched the entire thing. I was riveted by it because honestly, it was one of the mo- weirdest and most grotesque things I think I've ever seen in my life. Certainly in American politics. Yeah. Uh, we're probably going to spend most of our time talking about the second half, featuring Brett Kavanaugh and his 
mewling, fucking just whining, drunk performance. We're gonna get into all of that, but I think we have. I think I have to say something about the morning, which saw Doctor Ford herself, uh, you know, testify in front of the entire nation and world about what happened to her, and. I mean, I like I, I don't want to sound you know corny or anything, but if you could watch that and not be struck by her integrity and bravery in doing this, and not only that, that her story was a thousand percent credible and not shaken even one time by that bowl cut prosecutor that they farmed out from you know Maricopa County. This or- fucking they found like they found like a woman who gets scammed by Jimmy McGill. <laughs> this fucking <laughs> Prince Valiant dipshit who got out there and just asked questions about frequent flyer miles oh my god lady just fucking gargle whatever super fun runoff they run into maricopa <laughs> county you fucking idiot uh, <laughs> i want the i want someone to do a painting of of that scene and and throw it up in congress because it's such a beautiful just all these white old men sitting behind a woman from maricopa well i mean the the news was at least in there in the first part of the day which could not have gone worse for the Republicans. Yeah. You know, like, I think they instantly regretted farming out all their questions to this woman. Uh, How did they pick that? Yeah. Maricopa County. How did they pick that? Uh, Arpio, he came in and he said, I got your lady. I mean, it was bizarre. Uh, And again, like, she drilled Ford in these weird alternating five-minute segments on, you know, all the details of her story, again, hoping to catch out some inconsistency which absolutely did not happen. No. And I think it's important to mention, as a few of the Senate Democrats did, that Ford's testimony was clear, unshakable, and calmly presented, but more, more, almost as important, she was honest about the things that she could not recollect or remember about what happened to her. 30 contrast, years ago. Contrast that with Brett Kavanaugh, who literally under oath said, I remember every single detail of every night I vomited because I drank so much. <laughs> the fucking insanity of 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 the the alcoholism combined with I know I didn't do anything is crazy. Because if you're a blackout drunk, you don't know if you raped anybody. You don't know shit about what you did. I mean that that to me is probably his most cre- him and Mark Judge's most credible defense is that they genuinely don't remember doing this. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. I mean. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't believe basically anything these people say. But again, I just think um, what Dr. Ford uh, did yesterday was, no matter what happens, I think a heroic act. And every everyone owes just owes her a debt of gratitude for that. And I don't I don't know what much more I can say about it, other than if you can wa- if you could watch her testify and read that opening statement and then answer all of the questions that were thrown at her and still be like, oh, she's definitely lying. She's making this up. You're like, you're, you're a husk. Like, there's nothing yeah. inside you. you there's no, absolutely nothing inside you. You have, no, you have no feelings of empathy for anything. You, know, not, you have no feelings of empathy. You have no understanding of the world or other people yeah. at all. You're just not interested. You're just shut down, shut off inside. And I didn't stop a lot of people from saying just that. It didn't. And also, you know, her bravery... And, and and this hearing, now we're seeing all these women across the country reliving the emotions of what they went through. You know, my wife's a psychologist and she has clients and she's going to have to go, 
you know, back to square one with a lot of these women who all of that shit comes up and they have to go back to therapy and they're in tears and they have to fucking relive it because these fucking old pieces of shit cannot help but push through a monster. Yep. I have to say this entire thing, I do not remember feeling in this exact way, but for the Bush years. It's like a, it's an old familiar feeling because, you know, this is, this is perfect. This is perfect. Just how many weeks after it just went around that, that, uh, the, the praise of Bush giving Michelle Obama either a Werther's or like the new type of quaaludes that only rich people get <laughs> at the funeral for John McCain. And then he takes Kavanaugh, who is essentially his, personal secretary in some form for a while and leans on all the votes Trump himself couldn't get because on those those uh, Jeff Flakey senators, they are not really moved by Trump calling them and telling them about how he could have had uh, <laughs> uh, Dana Plato back in the day. And they have to hear from an old standby like Bush. But this really does feel like 2004, 2005 Bush stuff just in the it's the lying, I think. And Trump yeah. obviously lies. There's a lot of mistruths in the Trump era. There's a lot of just flat out lying. But it's lying out of being a creature of instinct versus this, which is just deliberate grandstanding. Just deli- the way that Brett Kavanaugh cried reminded me so much of how I felt during that time. It's the veneer of respectability that I think makes you that much matter. And it's. It's perfect. He's the perfect Bush guy. I don't think, I think in the Bush era, probably we would have never, it was a different time. We probably would have never heard these allegations, but everything else felt that way. The way Lindsey Graham fucking just threw up his arms and cried and said, that was a a man tantrum. Yeah. It was remarkable to watch the way that just any pushback seemed like it was you. I cannot believe you're treating me this way. That type of thing. I can't believe you can. I have a daughter. How can you accuse me of rape? It's very. I, I graduated years. first in my class. Yeah. I I busted my butt. I got into the best schools. I was captain of the basketball team. How dare you insinuate that I could also be a bad person? That's. It's very Bush. It's very Bush. Yeah. Um. He's never but, been you know called what? To, to, to everyone who rehabilitated Bush. To everyone who thought that there was a difference <laughs> between these type of people. Don't cry because he got what you fucking wanted. Yep. This is exactly what you wanted. Here you go. Brett Kavanaugh is exactly the same as someone Bush would appoint. Yeah. So 100%. here you fucking go. Uh, I mean, do you guys uh, have any any further thoughts about Ford's testimony in the first half of the day? Because I watched that and I've been so back and forth on this thing. I just do not know what's going to happen uh, with, with the vote or if he's going to get on the Supreme Court or not. But after I saw the first part of that hearing in the morning, I thought it was inconceivable that Brett Kavanaugh would not withdraw his nomination or like that they would pull him for what yeah. you felt the, your feelings they were feeling the opposite for every moment that she appeared real and honest the Republicans became more and more enraged mm-hmm. that someone was being a human being and fucking up their plan they were feeling the opposite and and they hardened and decided then to push harder for her nomination. Well, and then what we saw after the break, when Kavanaugh got in there, uh, 
and then just immediately just started thundering and bellowing and crying. I just felt like this is he's giving these guys what they need. That's mm-hmm. what they needed to see from him. That's right. You yes. know, if he had come out there and shown contrition or apologized to Dr. Ford in any way, uh, that would be weakness to them. Or yeah. if he would have comported himself in some sort of uh, neutral and calm manner. Yeah, and said substantially the same thing without the crying and the accusations and the, and the just pure the, references, the mewling and the petulance and the just like that. That was what they needed to see from him because like yeah. that that was him demonstrating to them and also the president that you know he's one of them. You know they, what? They I, have been trained to respond to belligerence, mm-hmm. and they got it. And okay. that's what Fox News is. And that what Trump. That's what Trump is. It's belligerence, and they go, "That's our. That's our thing. That's our guy." It's crazy. Um, it's, I, I mean, mean actually his, like, his kids are probably going to grow up to be monsters, too. But imagine that's one of your formative fucking memories. Just yeah. your fucking elky dad going in front of a bunch of geriatric dipshits who are probably shitting their pants in the cherry wood, cherry wood chairs while your dad cries to prove he didn't do a bunch of rapes with the fucking beret guy. Jesus fucking Christ. No. You can't go to school because your dad has to cry in front of Chuck Grassley. Oh, my fucking God. All right. Well, I mean, there's so much to talk about in his testimony and just this whole fucking awful spectacle. But you mentioned Grassley. Let's start with there. Th- this can we have a fucking age limit this, on the Senate? Yeah. Can we do Can we do fucking can we do uh, Logan's run yes. for these fucking people? Please. Honestly, like, I swear to God, this sundowning gargoyle, you could see him getting more senile talking yeah. up there. It was incredible. And this is the guy in charge of the Senate Judiciary Committee. He's about a million years old, hasn't honestly remembered anything or learned anything since at least the Ford administration. I'm surprised he didn't stop it and scream, why is this woman speaking to us? The inside of Chuck Grassley's brain looks like the movie Tree of Life. Like, you think he's in the present day, but he's just he's just fucking his... This, Corn husker shitheads mouth is gaping open and he's trying to look at this crying bog ape in front of him, but he's just flashing back like holding a girl's hand uh at the county fair in nineteen forty four. Uh his 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 dad <laughs> killing a clown in the thirties. You know, Dude. just uh, you know, uh his 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 family stealing from a hobo. Like he's just like oh, that was an interesting wife. Oh, why is this guy crying in front uh, you're fine, you didn't rape. <laughs> Dude, I, at certain points, his brain was flashing back to the dinosaur shit. It's amazing, right? Like, it's this is like a Ben Garrison cartoon come to life. If the cartoon was illustrating the pointlessness of the Senate, that you just this is this is a hospice. This is a fucking <laughs> hospice that determines your life or death. It's amazing. These people shouldn't be allowed to like operate the remote by themselves, <laughs> and here they are. When when we had a there was a patent trail coming after podcasts that we raised. Sixty thousand dollars, and we sent the EFF up to um, to Congress to you know try to you know do whatever they could. And I talked to the lawyer after a couple of days, and I said, "How's it going? Are, you, are any of these guys understanding what the patent troll situation is?" And she said, "I'm mostly explaining to them how email works." Yeah, there you go. I mean, like I said, uh, Grassley just a just doddering, absolute doddering buffoon. 
Patrick, but also, but also spiteful too. Spiteful. spiteful if you old. get more spiteful when you get old, yeah. you become you fucking harden. You become this angry little thing because you're mad that you're about to die and that you cannot do what you used to do, and that and that all these young assholes are telling you how the world should be. And you harden into this fucking monster. Like that's almost your job as an old person. So get them off there. Feinstein, fuck you. She's just a worth on that fucking on that. He, she was worthless. Oh, terrible. A fucking I, Leahy, Patrick Leahy. I believe that he legitimately thought he was on the set of the new Batman. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> when this fucking stupid old piece of shit saw Brett Kavanaugh's face, he probably thought he was filming a scarecrow scene. He was seeing a new Batman villain whose power is alcoholism. <laughs> and he was just like, Oh, I hope I can get some of those soft cookies later. It was just worthless. It was worth if you put a fucking speaking spell in, in Leahy's place, you would have gotten the same result. Here, here's the thing. I mean, I actually did have to mute the parts where the Republicans started doing their uh, like apologizing to Brett Kavanaugh and they're bellowing that you cannot get me to listen to Ted Cruz voluntarily. But here's the thing. The Senate Democrats, uh, they like there was one or two good questions, but they mostly blew it. They blew it. They totally blew it. Like, and even I know they only have five minutes, but most of them wasted their entire time just doing procedural, just you know, talking, you know, litigating these procedural claims or talking about his yearbook. I mean, they did get him to perjure himself dozens of times, uh, which can't help us in the future because we can impeach him. That's true. I mean, they got him to lie under oath many, many times, yeah. but for nothing in a way that would have fundamentally harmed his credibility. Right. Yeah, they, not they got him to say under oath, I have never blacked out from drinking. This right. guy was a frat boy at Yale. Yeah. Like if, if you can say that and you can you can hear him say that that I have always have perfect recall for this guy vomited so much from drinking it became his nickname. <laughs> and he said it was cuz I have a delicate stomach and can't handle spicy food. Literally. There is nobody who drinks to the point of vomiting that often who doesn't black out. No way. No fucking way. They got him to say under oath that Devil's Triangle refers to a drinking game that is essentially quarters with three shot glasses. Nobody has ever played that game. <laughs> Nobody has ever heard of it. That answer, when White House asked him about it, you could tell this was one of his most calmest answers because it was the one that was most rehearsed. They knew they were going to ask him, what the hell is this Devil's Triangle? And he made up that bullshit about how it's a drinking game. And White asked, asked him how it's played. And he said, it's like quarters. Jesus Christ. Just, he lied about pretty much anything he could lie about. He yes. lied. No, he, he, not only did he lie multiple times under oath in ob obvious fucking lies for anyone with half a brain watching it. Well, he misrepresented the case against him many times. And no Democrat corrected him until the very end. Yeah. He said that. All, he kept saying over and over again, all four of the witnesses deny it happened. Well, first of all, one of the witnesses, Dr. Ford, testified about an hour before you, and uh, she very much said it did happen and that you did it. The other witness, Mark Judge, was your accomplice, who's being, you know, literally, in, who? literally being held in a safe house reading Superman comics oh. after his lawyer sent a letter to the Senate. Come on, he's in a sex dungeon. <laughs> I like that. He's hanging upside down like a fucking bat right now. I love somewhere. that the, the country is treating Mark Judge like Casper Hauser. Like they're just treating him like this dumb, feral child, which he is in some ways. But it's like he, he can't testify because he has depression. He's a small bean. Like, just the level of regard and protection they have for their own 
is amazing. Uh, he said multiple times that Dr. Ford's account has been refuted. That is not true at all. It is not By who re- fucking Ed Whelan? Well, it has not been refuted even once. The witnesses said they don't remember this event happening. That's not the same thing as saying it didn't happen. And when Dr. Ford was asked during her testimony, why don't you think your friend remembered this? She said a very, very strong and, I mean, honestly, riven. I mean, no, to other people, it was just a party. Mm-hmm. The, the, what happened in a in a bedroom between two men and a, uh, and a woman, nobody else at the party might know about that other than, oh, fuck, someone's upset. Like, who the fuck is going to remember that from high school? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Did any of these people live a life? And I thought the Democrats, it's like it was very clear that they did not coordinate at, at all. all. They Holy all just got, they got like five minutes each and they were just just out there freestyling. I'm going to talk about this. You're going to talk about there that. Was, there was no consistency well, other than the question about trying to get him to commit to an FBI investigation. Right. That was there the was no the FBI real, investigation and trying to nail him on this blackout thing, which in my mind was already made redundant by him. Keep uh, continually harping on drinking beer in high school. I don't know if if, right. if these questions over and over again about lines of the yearbook about, you know, oh, does this mean uh, uh, does uh, sir does booted mean that you uh, vomited? Uh, I, I don't know if that paints a greater picture of what this guy was like in high school. I assume that's what they're trying to get to. But uh, apparently the only line that they could really, uh, uh, you know, uh, really run with here was you know, will you commit to an FBI investigation, which in my mind just seems like a dilatory tactic, which yeah. the Republicans uh, accuse them of. They should have had someone sitting there and at the end said, OK, you said beer 17 times. You said that and just laid out the fucking idiocy of his testimony and his language in that fucking hearing and called out his behavior in the hearing and gone to his belligerency. Instead, they were doing this tactical lawyer bullshit which is not what that realm is. Nobody gives a fuck. You got to take the man down for what he is. Ask him if he's drunk. Ask him if he's drunk. He's clearly fucking wasted. And we were talking, we were talking about it before. And it's like, literally, if you just asked him, you know, how many drinks did you have today? This fucking moron would have probably flipped over the table and lunged at the committee. Probably. I mean, one of the most dramatic moments is when Amy Klobuchar who spoke about how her own father at, at 92 still goes to AA meetings, asked him, have you ever drunk to the point of blacking out? And he said, no, do you? Oh, he, right. He literally that is a drunk guy responded. He literally <laughs> said, drunk guy Dude, he, when Amy Klobuchar asked him, have you ever drunk into excess? He literally said, nah, do you get fucked up though? That's right. <laughs> Brett Kavanaugh was like, just like he was the drunkest I've ever seen anyone in front of the Senate since like Joseph McCarthy. Yeah. Like it's like, he was like a second away from saying him and his cousin fucked Kate Upton. No. And they were just like, hmm, let's, uh, all right, I saw this little rhetorical trick on uh, Newsroom. Let's give it a shot. He's right in front of you. Okay. He's where you want him to be. Just push him. Kavanaugh- can be more the psycho you know he is. Kavanaugh at that hearing was honestly like a more belligerent version of Denzel at the end of Flight. That's what that hearing was like. And every single recess, I swear to God, I was imagining John Goodman just being like, got to even you out, brother. Here's a little bump. Yeah. Here's a Valium. We're just going to just take you in real nice and slow. Do you think that he was so drunk that someone did give him Adderall before? Okay, here's something someone pointed out. Throughout, that, throughout his entire testimony, he was chugging water the entire time. He was 
just slamming those waters. Well, that's not that's not a, an unusual thing for certain <laughs> individuals. A well known <laughs> a well known side effect of Adderall is cotton mouth. So I think he probably had like three or four scotches at lunch and then popped an Addy to fucking so, even him out. It's, so it's, the it's thing amazing how how little it matters though. It's like this guy literally he probably was like, "Okay, I've I was spo- I did everything I was supposed to do to get this this thing I was entitled to my whole life, and now you know it's my multiple assaults are being revealed. Uh, but I have to I have to ace this. I'll have a few drinks to even out, and he just gets wasted. Yeah, he just gets wasted. He just gets when I'm fucked up. That's the real me. But it doesn't matter. It's amazing. It just doesn't matter. This this is getting into like the parts of it where I was watching and like my jaw was on the floor. Like I could not believe I was seeing this. Okay, I can get, you know, even, you know, from his perspective or whatever, like, oh, I've been through hell this yeah. last week or, you know, it's been well, terrible. Well, alcoholics are also always victims. Yeah, exactly. I can imagine tearing up talking about your daughter in that setting. I can imagine tearing up talking about your dad in that setting. What I cannot, what, what is in, was just indescribable to me was him choking back tears, talking about his high school calendars and like weightlifting. Yeah, he was choking uh, up talking about going to church and sports practice in high school. That is alky shit right there. Weightlifting is pretty cool, <laughs> and I've teared up. I've teared up doing squats. Yeah, I'm looking to you, weirdo. <laughs> oh. Well, you know, I I've never teared up in the weight room per se. Yeah, uh, not because of the weights. Have you booted in the weight room though? Booted? Boofed? Booted? Oh, boofed. Boofed. No, you take pre-workout through the mouth. It's an oral. Well, I would say Brett Kavanaugh said boofing was vomiting. I, I, I always it's thought... It's shoving boof- something up your ass. Yeah, boofing was <laughs> putting, hiding stuff in your ass. Yeah. yeah. What? It just, yeah, like, yeah. Never you heard just that? Never heard oh, that. Oh, is it? never with your buddies boofed? I know. <laughs> oh, my God. And it if just, I did, I wouldn't call it that. It's, a, it's amazing that we let Catholics be in government. <laughs> I'm just going to say it right now. Like, it just... So should they should have ended the hearing the Democrats by saying, "Will you take an alcohol breathalyzer test right now?" Oh yeah, <laughs> should have had it. They should have had one of those little things that by the, the cops way, have little breathalyzer. Let's see what we got. Here's another thing that no Democrat did. I think- is, there, is, is does Brett Kavanaugh want to get on the Supreme Court just because it's like that means that he'll be driven everywhere for the rest of his life? Yeah, he never ever has to worry about that again. Like, good lord, the I- man was. He's I, a fucking. I don't know if they have drivers. I mean, for one, where do they have to go? There's just like one place where they work. They're I not like going they in the field and like you know getting to the bottom of these cases. Though that would be interesting. They you do think have a protection think, detail? You think Ginsburg cruising around in a Camry, just driving around town? Yeah, Ginsburg drives yeah, a Prowler. <laughs> she's yeah. a, she she just thinks she thinks it's the coolest car. I mean, they're protective. Awesome. I don't know if they have twenty four seven protective detail as a thing too. Aliota drives a duck boat. <laughs> No, here here is another question that was never asked of Kavanaugh by any of the Senate Democrats. So the Republicans and Kavanaugh himself got out there and said, I believe something happened to Dr. Ford somehow, someplace, by someone. Yeah. This is a line he said several times. Yeah. There, some Republicans even said, I found her testimony credible yeah. and then went on to apologize to Brett Kavanaugh yeah. for making him do this, which is fucking stunning. Yes. No Democrat asked Kavanaugh, you've said that you don't think she's lying about this attack on her. If that's the case, why do you think she is 100% certain that it was you and Mark Judge? Yeah. It was it, astonishing because it, yeah. it was almost like they, like, 
Harris is supposed to be a fucking great prosecutor, right? Where the fuck was that? Well, I mean, I she mean, did I, some stuff, but really honing in on that, that wasn't They never there. got him to like to just say, I think she's lying about me. Well, right. you know, prosecutors, it's really easy when you're just rounding up the poorest, most desperate people in your zip code and just throwing them in a cage for 30 years versus, you know, when you're actually facing down someone with power. It's kind of amazing how prosecutors just crumble against anyone with any resources or actual power. Amazing. I mean, Amazing. Look, I know this isn't Frost Nixon, and you're not going to, you know, really catch him. Uh, uh, he's going no, I mean, to admit to something right. But nevertheless, I mean, I wanted to hear more about the, the Yale incident, and we, we uh, he hasn't really talked about that of being a fucking shitty frat guy. Neil, Marty. Marty. Marty's getting some business Marty. done. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing is, I would have liked to hear more questions about his relationship with Mark Judge, who is an A one yes. psycho. Yes, no. That they, guy's... They, okay, they 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 largely ignored the Mark Judge, which is a huge red herring in yeah. all of this. I mean, not a red herring. I mean, this is a huge just siren. No, his buddy's blaring. the Marquis de Sade. Like it's this yeah. fucking crazy sex freak. That they never asked. They only asked him about the Bart O'Kavanaugh character. No one ever asked him. Like, do you think Mark Judge? How would you describe Mark Judge's relationship to women? When you knew him, how yeah. would you describe Mark Judge's writing about women in the subsequent years after he sobered up? Nothing, nothing about that. Nothing about Ed Whelan, a close personal friend of Brett Kavanaugh, who was the author of the ridiculous doppelganger theory. Nobody asked Fuck. him about that, which clearly he did in concert with yes. Brett Kavanaugh. That was another huge, huge thing that was completely left out of any of their questioning. So does this go back to? The thing that I believe, which is that the Democrats didn't want Garland to be seated because they thought they could win elections. Do they want Kavanaugh on some level to be seated so they can win elections? I, I don't think they went in there hoping to tank it, but I think they went in there knowing that there were, yeah, there's nothing really we can do. And hey, like, you know, if you, we'll, we'll make good on this in the midterms. We will have an illegitimate Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. We will have a Supreme Court that half of the country does not believe in. That is the worst thing that can happen to a country built on supposedly the law in the Supreme Court. I mean, I would think that the legitimacy of the Supreme Court of Institution, the, the erosion of that began way, way, way longer. Yeah, but I think this flips all those people who were not like us. Well, here's the thing. Like, I think uh, Dave is right. Well, a lot of people were mad. I mean, a lot of people, Democrats, liberals, were very understandably mad uh, about the naked partisanship of the court in Bush v. Gore. I think let, partisanship let it, is very different than actually having someone we think is a criminal on the court. Let it let it subside after a while, because I think more than anything, I think a lot of people who vote more than anything, they would like things just to feel normal again. Yeah. Mm. I mean, every time you think that it just everything is accelerating people into this point where they're like, why do we have a Senate? Why do we have a Supreme Court or pack the court? So look at that approval rating for George W. Bush among Democrats. Yeah. Look at it. People just want to feel normal. And there is no there is no solace in the acceleration of conditions, maybe maybe pushing these people forward. They just a lot of them, millions of them just would like to feel normal again. And there's very little you can do with that. I worked with a guy who uh, on the show I'm working on now, he would go home every night and watch repeats of the West Wing. Yep. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There are a lot of people who just want the binky. That's it. I would say, I, mean, I would say to your point, Dave, though, uh, Trump, uh, assuming Kavanaugh does get confirmed, uh, Trump having put two uh, illegitimate justices on the Supreme Court, I think that when the 2020 election begins in earnest, 
uh, out the gate, a number of candidates for the Democratic nomination will say pack the courts, and I think it will become a salient I, issue. I, I think hope so. so. I, I, I don't think, think, I don't so. think they have. Man, the- they couldn't even fucking do card check. They couldn't even <laughs> fucking do card check. You think they're gonna pack the courts? I no. Think, I think more likely is um, impeaching Brett Kavanaugh. Yeah, I don't even believe they'll do that. I I do not believe that they will do that. I'm sorry. I just do not. It, it just the only way you don't get if he gets confirmed, the only way you get him to not be on there anymore after he find or, you know, short of him leaving due to liver cancer after 30 years of just rolling back protections on labor, making Obamacare shittier, just everything yeah, I don't think they have. I don't think they have what it takes. I think nope. one person might stand up and do it, and they would be surprised at the traction it would get. But I think that the rest of them would all would all be too frightened of well, it. Well, I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't really think that's the case. I think the cannier candidates, uh, people like, and and you know, I don't know who's going to run, but you know, uh, uh, Gillibrand is one of the uh, mm-hmm. names, uh, and someone who's been tacking to the left for the past two years. I think just simply as an opportunist, yeah. they would say that. And as well, I and I, I don't know about this or what the infrastructure for it would be, but I think this will become a new demand uh, from various uh, uh, individuals I mean, and groups on the liberal side. Honestly, man, the only guy who I could ever see doing any of this, like from M4A to packing the courts to any of it, any of the like things that we should have done maybe 20 years ago to avoid our current bath and now are just sort of shuffling shuffling things around in the hopes that we won't drown in the boiling seawater is Michael Avenatti. And not even because he's like a good kid, just because he has that Lyndon Johnson personality disorder where he's like, he's oh, dead. I'm the only one who can do this. He's, cra- he's a crazy person. And maybe that's what we need. Yeah, well, I mean, I, the him. thing is, I'm actually on your side now, Felix, about Avenatti running, not because I support him particularly. Oh, he's but a because fucking scumbag. I yeah. think much like uh, Howard Dean in 2004, he's going to force the other candidates to uh, adjust their uh, uh, strategies. Speaking here. of Avenatti, yeah. one of my other favorite moments during the during the hearing was during Lindsey Graham's tirade where he, go, where he goes, and now we've got. Michael Avenetti, the Stormy Daniels lawyer coming in. And I love when Republicans call them the Stormy Daniels <laughs> lawyer or the creepy porn lawyer because it just skates by like, oh, yeah, why was he representing Stormy Daniels again? Oh, right. Yeah. Your president paid her money to have sex and then paid her money to shut up about it. Because this is, I mean, again, hanging over all this is the fact that Donald Trump is president. Yeah. A guy who is a confirmed sexual predator and yes. abuser of women yes on, again on tape yeah on tape his wife his wife at one point said that she uh he, he raped her like he is a fucking monster when i was researching the trump doll going into his sexual assaults was the most revolting and insane thing i'd ever read the way he did it he sat down on a plane in first class next to a woman and then just put his hand up her skirt he had no idea who he was, he was on a fucking plane like he is a fucking lunatic of the highest level, and you know Brett Kavanaugh again. Who all of the never Trump people, by the way, they wanted him more than any of the MAGA people do. They were more invested in this. Oh my god! Then they they yeah. he was absolutely one of them. I'm sorry, is just a slightly better spoken version of Trump. Yeah, it's the same psychology. They went the same the same fucking like you know prep school totally fucking just sadism. Yeah. That that's who these people are, 
And this is what I said. I was like, the reaction to Dr. Ford's testimony, obviously the people in the Senate had to basically say, oh, we, they, they all thanked her for her bravery, but then went on to just imply that she's lying and part of a political hit job. Right. Yeah. They, right. All, they, they, they were never, ever called to account for the implications of anything that they said there. Totally incompatible statements. And as, as, as our friends pointed out when we were talking about this yesterday, uh, well, no, no, you don't get it. I mean, these are just the magic words they have to say. Yeah. This is the incantation that, that covers their ass. Yeah, protects you from any accusations that you don't believe women or anything like that. Yeah. But you- here's the thing, like, and, but like the, in, in the wilderness of the conservative media or whatever, you got to see the, what they really yep. believe. And what they really believe is exactly what you think it, they do. Mm-hmm. And you know what? There is, I, I said it yesterday. I'll say it again now. There is no more mask for these people no. to wear. No. no. This is who they are. These are people who worship violence, domination, and humiliation. These are their values. This is what they believe in. And it's the closest thing they have to feelings. And they are the same people that own slaves happily. These are the exact same people. These people have not changed over time. They are the same people that slaughtered Native Americans happily and cut off their noses and wore them. These are the same fucking people. It's just a different time. And as well, Lindsey Graham gave the game away in one of his little tirades uh, when he says, uh, presumably this is just addressed to people like Flake and Collins and Murkowski. Uh, This is our guy. If you vote against this guy, you are opening up the Pandora's box for any kind of allegation to ever come up against uh, any of our people uh, from here to eternity. And this was it was always going to come to that. It it was always going to come to them using me to against the left and Democrats. It was always going to come to that. They will use it as a weapon at some point because it's inevitable and that's who they are. And it was, you know, uh, after Ford's testimony, I thought, you know, I thought his goose was cooked. And I said, <laughs> Honestly, I was like, listening no, to the I podcast said, and I was like, you guys, on this show, that's not well, who they are. Well, you now, still, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm taking a bigger view on this. <laughs> well, to be fair, Matt Chrisman, who isn't here today, uh, said, I can't believe, I, you know, I let Will and Virgil uh, talk me into feeling even slightly hopeful. He's no, definitely getting well, I, we, I do have a Jesus statement from Christ, that later, you, how, I, I, You're too old to have hope. <laughs> I, dude. No, but, uh, it's I, like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get how you can watch this shit all the time and not just at the end of the day, just sort of resign yourself to playing a video game you hate. <laughs> and like going to the gym and injuring yourself and just waiting for the sun to bake you to death. Well, I didn't say I, I was hopeful. And, and I, I, I think that's a mischaracterization okay. Okay. of my statements. I'm trying to make an objective analysis of how I see uh, yeah. the situation. It, but isn't saying that you th- you think that that so much came out uh, uh, against him yeah. that he would have to step down or or I they thought, would. I thought and, and what I said was that. The Republicans were making a profound error by holding this hearing. Yeah. And I maintain that position that I agree with. And I think I think that I think that the next profound error will be will be putting him on the court. I they can do a lot of shit and, and they have done a lot of shit. But I think this is an overstep that they have no idea what they're doing. I think the ramifications of this are far larger than anything they've ever well, done. Here's before. the thing. They're in panic mode right now because they all recognize all 11 
old white men on the Senate Judiciary Committee recognize that the Me Too movement is targeting them. It's about them and yeah. their culture and their crimes. But they don't. But they are literally sitting there going, we've done nothing wrong. This because they have no other life. they have no other defense. Well, that's I the mean, thing. I was shocked by Kavanaugh's testimony right out the gate. Drunken, belligerent, screaming. It's all it's all about him and how he's the victim in this whole situation, because that that is the mask falling off. Yeah, that is the reaction of an entitled white man who is absolutely a sadist, who has gotten what he's wanted his entire life mm -hmm. and has trampled over innumerable people, clambered his way to the precipice of his career. And a woman says, no, hold on. That's intolerable to these people. It's Intol intolerable yeah. to Lindsey Graham, to fucking Ben Sass, to Ted Cruz. Yeah, 100%. I mean... Like the the way they tried to like you know like I said, do the ritual incantation. They all but said, Doctor Ford's testimony was credible. I think they believed it was credible. They don't care. They don't care. They they believed her. They don't think they don't think that if everything Ford said was true, they genuinely don't think that's disqualifying of a Supreme Court judge. That's right. Because because. He's been so good. He's worked so hard. He's worked so hard. He's qualified. Yeah, he's has. You know, he did. Uh, you know, he's uh, all, all all the clerks. Everyone loves him. Everyone speaks about what a decent, honorable man he is. But I also think there's a part of this that is that is the the f fucking white nationalists who watch who watch you know the YouTube videos and and scream about women like these guys. The it, this rage is coming out of these guys that society is being flipped. And you're yes. literally seeing 12, 12, however many old men were up there, fucking flipping out and having tantrums because society is flipping on them. And they're old and they're irrelevant, but they have power, but everyone's calling them a bunch of fucking pieces of shit. And they're losing their minds. Yeah. Well, you saw Kavanaugh lose his mind at several points under questioning. He completely lost his cool. And again... If if you know, I mean, this is easy to say, but if like the genders are reverse and a woman in oh his same God. position acted the way he did, Could you imagine she would be done, done, she would done. be done in a second. No, there's no way a woman his, could act like that. His crying and his petulance and his mewling arrogance and anger was just. I mean, the guy fucking talked about sports for half of the fucking the, time. The, the only card left that they have to play is indignance. It's yeah. how dare you how dare you question me and i was surprised at how coordinated the uh questions from the republican senators were huh. and just how rehearsed it was i mean the, the most sickening one that i i saw in my view was ben sass just because it was such phony baloney bullshit where he he he, he starts off uh real calm but then pretends to get worked up by the end of it and then it's like, I, I can't go on. I, I yield my time. I mean, just just literally give me fucking any MAGA senator Yosemite Sam over Ben Sass. What a fucking toad. What a fucking just his that level. Because this entire thing, as we said, it should be very illustrative of how these never try. They're exactly the fucking same. They're from every judicial network freak who supposedly you know hated the violation of norms of Trump just 
putting everything on their on the line for a Supreme Court pick to Ben Sass. It, it just the fake outrage and the fucking tears. I just you hope they all get comped. The tears, are, the tears are stunning. And by the way, Ben Sass during the the break in between the two testimonies took time to go over and shake Doctor Ford's hand. You know, oh my uh, awesome shook her hand and you know thanked her so much. And again, you're literally up there saying, "I believe you, Doctor Ford," but I'm still going to vote yes on Kavanaugh. Yeah, the guy that did Dude, the worst thing to you of your life. Yeah, and you have the fucking audacity to thank her and pretend that you care and that you know. Oh, those, thank you for your bravery. So for, those are the oh, bullshit oh, norms oh, of the Senate that you just they, they, they're, they're, they're basically saying. Thank you for your bravery coming forward and talking about a sexual assault that you've completely misremembered and yeah. are now slandering an innocent man. Thank you for your bravery doing that. Yeah. No, why didn't they, they, why didn't they say that? They fucking should have if they had an ounce of so integrity. Here's, here's what, it, what, what did surprise me is that today, and it's, it's all completely coordinated, uh, they explicitly said we don't believe in the right of women to challenge what we do. Uh, victims to challenge this process and any of our guys and the ramifications of that i mean i think are staggering just based on the conversations i've had uh with uh you know women and other people my age yeah uh so that's why i think it was a mistake because kavanaugh's testimony played well for the maga crowd i agree which is a which is our Boko Haram. It's it's it is the the backwards reactionary death cult in the country. I mean, I saw a video which they played it on MSNBC just because it was like great video, even though it wasn't really newsworthy. It's just some random woman that they interviewed in Montana. I Did saw you that. see this video? Saw, yeah. yeah, like literally a woman just going into a building and they stop her and question her. Yeah, it's and crazy. Uh, the woman says, you know, oh, well, you know, young men, they, uh, you know, they, they grow. That's just what they do. That's a normal thing. And turns to her daughter, young daughter's there. And it's like, isn't that right, honey? And his daughter just as very, very haunting, just kind of grins and nods. Yeah. It's terrifying. I mean, that's, you know, that's that's a cult. That's that's that woman would sacrifice her children for Trump. I think that there's so much anger now. And I think that I think that we've never we never in our society experienced a place where if they do put them on the court the anger of of women will be a, like if the blue wave and all that shit is going to be nothing compared to what this does i think that if gillibrand during the vote walked up and punched lindsey graham in the face <laughs> i think if she punched him in the face i think she would be president yeah I think that if a woman walks up and punches one of those motherfuckers in the face in the Senate, that woman is president of the yeah, United I'd States. Yeah, I'd have to vote for them. I mean, to your point about anger, of course, the Republicans, they're very angry too, Dave. They're they very, don't, very they angry. They don't know what anger is. They, they're very angry. And here's why they're angry. <sighs> they're angry at how the Democrats have played politics with this. <laughs> that they, and the, this idea that, like, oh, you sprung this on us at the last minute. You know, you, oh, this is so cynical of you. As if... This had come out a month earlier and they had these hearings that the outcome would have been any different. Does anyone believe that for a second? They already fucking they're knew so, about it. They're so angry about it. They're so angry at what the Democrats are doing. And like that's to the point about, you know, whose anger and whose pain really counts. We're seeing we're seeing their answer to that question. 
and it's their and it's their hurt feelings that matter at the yeah, end. Yeah, that's of the day. all it is. It's their fucking hurt feelings. Also, they they knew this. They fucking knew it uh, that he had this in his closet the whole fucking time. Did that's, they? Yeah, they're they're a little. I, I wish I could remember, but someone broke down like how how quickly they came up with stuff and where stuff was coming from, and it was very. Oh, right, like, they came obvious. up with the doppelganger theory like overnight, or that that letter with the sixty five women. By the way, Brett Kavanaugh. The sixty. That's it. Brett Kavanaugh mentioned the sixty five women over and over again, and again, not a single Democrat brought up the fact that Politico followed up with those 65 women and all but two of them recanted. Yeah, that that's just... That's just malpractice. That is like, malpractice. They're, just, they, like they're, they're fucking asleep at the wheel. They, they don't, they, I don't think they're asleep. I think they fucking want him on the court to win elections. Well, I mean, are, they, are they that grotesque? I mean, it, but... I don't know if they explicitly want it, but I think they accept it as a cost for winning elections. Like, I don't... If they're showing... If this is them showing that they're trying their hardest to keep Kavanaugh off. Holy shit. Just replace him with AIs, you know? Yeah. If this is the best they can do, then they need to go. Uh, so I said at the bell house that I said a week ago that I thought that Kavanaugh would not be confirmed. And I still believe that you do. Well, here's the thing. Obviously everything's moving very quickly. Uh, and if there is a delay, in the vote, which I don't know if they confirm that they're doing that or not, or what the floor plans are. And if there is an FBI investigation, then it's going to be contingent on what that comes out of that investigation. And I have no idea. I'm not sure what a one week FBI investigation uh, into five claims of sexual assault against a Supreme court nominee. I don't know what that document would look like, but are we at a place where the norms that used to be no longer exist? You know, you have Trump Trump's attacks on the FBI. Do the Republicans then jump on that? Like, where are we with that? Like, I don't know. We are in a place where the FBI. I don't know if they have. I mean, irrespective of what comes out of that, I don't know if they would have 51 votes or 51 members of the uh, uh, Senate Republican caucus who are willing to uh, suicide bomb the FBI. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, I guess like the big questions are Collins and Murkowski, whether they're going to vote yes or no. Yeah, that's really it. Before, I mean, yeah, before yesterday's hearing, Collins was a yes. I have not heard anything about it from her now. But if she was willing to say yes before yesterday, right. it's very hard for me to believe she would have been moved by anything. She, she has a giant check waiting for her. Like if she votes yes, she she moves off into a palace exactly. in the sky. That's the other thing about a guy like Flake. You know, like he wants to have his cake and eat it too. But at the end of the day, he's going to vote yes because when he retires, let's say he votes no. Let's say he stitches up this nomination. He retires. Guess what? Every fucking door is going to be slammed in his face. He makes no money. I mean, yeah, it's well for Flake. Any of these people, you got to figure their sons are going to grow up to be little Brett Kavanaugh's. So it's not just the money. Yes, they need the money to pay for their kids to go to fucking Georgetown and all this shit. But also they want a continuation of this. They want a continuation of this world where nothing matters, where if you are born under the right circumstances, you can continue upon your predetermined path. That is the hidden thing in them wanting to confirm Kavanaugh. Yeah. I mean, you know, in L.A., we have a we have a park, our biggest park, Griffith Park, and it's named after a guy who shot his his wife in the eye and pushed her off a second floor building. And he bought that park to win back his reputation. And now there's the park like these are the same people. It's like Noah Cross in Chinatown. It, nothing you know, is, like it's just nothing's changed. Nothing. Like. I mean, it, I guess now it's like I said, it's it's out. It's all out in the open. Yeah. If a fucking literal rapist is going to be on the Supreme Court, casting the deciding vote to remove 
bodily autonomy from half of the people who live in this country. I, I think that really is the case because when, when we were talking about this earlier this week, we were talking about this in the context of, you know, this is, this is about Roe, this is about uh, cementing a conservative majority. My position was, well, it, like, it, it makes more sense for them to just uh, pull him and replace him yeah. with one of these Opus Dei uh, women or something like that. Uh, but I, what, I, what I didn't account for is what we're talking about right now, that, no, this matters not just in terms of electoral calculus, not even just about the Supreme Court. It matters because we have to uh, enforce our authority. This is, this is saying that uh, we are above the law, that this... This the, is, that we have to enforce the patriarchy. This is here. the point in the movie where they, uh, the guy's on the ground and, and they can arrest him and instead they snap his neck. And if there's a question of, you know, whether how invested uh, uh, Collins or Murkowski are uh, with this, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know these people. Uh, but I, I want to read what Matt says. <clears throat> okay, if this flake shit is true and they take a week for the FBI to get sworn statements, then it'll be... 5248 with Manchin voting yes, and everything will everyone will hide behind the fact that the FBI didn't prove his guilt to justify that's, the vote. That's right. Ma- Manchin is going to vote for the, this this guy. I would like to duct tape Joe Manchin to a chair, shove a funnel down his throat, and then pour like coal slag runoff into his stomach. <laughs> I would hate if I would hate if uh, Joe Manchin has some type of nut allergy and just bites into a big old payday, and he can't get an EpiPen because his daughter's. Pharma company just price them out of any type of excesses. Just no one, no one. He's going down to the holler to you know just waddle around in front of these people and tell them what a good old job he's doing. And just no one can afford an epipen. Sorry, I mean, shouldn't need that payday, Joe. That, you fu- oh that, my that, god! That, this is just a head like a fucking billboard. This this is the other thing that I that I heard over and over again yesterday from the people who you know want to believe Kavanaugh. They kept saying, well, these are, this is just an accusation. It's, there's no evidence. It's you, not, can't, you can't, pr- you know, like there, there's nothing provable. Her, her testimony is evidence. Yes. Testimony of her lived experience is evidence. As is her, her, her conversations with her therapist. Here's the thing, like, and, and this is like for the, the, the respectable, you know, Megan McArdle, this is her big grift. Is is that whenever whenever the facts don't look good for her side, she leans on this thing that like, well, given what we know about quantum physics, is it really possible to say anything is true? <laughs> you know, yeah. and here and here's the thing, like, you know, oh, it's thirty, it's thirty six years ago, like, you know, so like, yes, in the universe of conceivable things that are possible within this reality that we all live in, yeah, okay, it's possible she could be making this all up, but to believe that. You have to believe a series of increasingly ludicrous things yeah. to get yourself to that point, rather than just the simplest explanation for this is that this happened to her, and of course she fucking remembers who did it to her. Yeah. Do you think if someone you knew did something like that to you, you would mix them up with another person? That's insane. It makes no fucking sense, and again, flies in the face of everything that you know. Uh, psychology teaches us about right. uh, trauma and and people who are victims of crimes there's there's my wife's you know got a phd in psychology so whenever stuff like this happens i look to her and i i say that this is the person's um story and she goes uh 
but like there's ones and she goes that's 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 true like the, you you just know woody the the woody allen one with his daughter the thing she wrote my wife was like that is that is 100 percent true that is exactly the descriptions the things she's remembering it's all fucking true you know so there are ones that stand out more than others and this is exactly one of those one of those types of things that everything about it rings true everything about it and you know she this this person is a psychologist she has you know when she was giving clinical answers to how memory works in the brain and she said you know in like the she basically said i will always remember their laughter oh that was just so so gut wrenching. You feel that as being a universal truth that that is the type of thing you remember in situations like that. It just hits you. And if you don't feel that, you're a fucking monster. And the response is, she's right about uh, from from the other side or from conservatives who want more than anything on the court is, uh, yeah, that happened to her, but you forgot who did it to her, or she's just lying. She's just lying to destroy this man. And again contrast her testimony to Brett Kavanaugh's contrast their demeanor contrast their character contrast that right out of the gate Kavanaugh said that this is about revenge by the Clintons oh my god right he literally said this is revenge by the Clintons right there you shouldn't be allowed on the court you right there you 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 are no longer allowed on the fucking Supreme Court with that fucking crazy state you're a fucking QAnon poster at that point (laughs) but it's it's fine did, and that's really the mass slipping off. This isn't actually just a, a, a reaction to the uh, allegations for the past two weeks. This is just what he's always believed. This yep. has always been who he is. This is what the Federalist Society is. Did Dr. Ford get angry at any point during her ridiculous cross-examination that was asking her about, well, if you have a fear of flying, how come you flew here to testify today? Gee, or you flew f- to go on vacations? Ah, you got me. I'm afraid of something, but I still do it. Did she get mad or rattled at all when that person asked her who paid for your polygraph test or how did you find your attorneys? Did she get rattled even in the slightest? Did she, get, did she show any anger towards the person who was asking her that question? And then when Brett Kavanaugh gets asked, have you ever drank too much in your life? He goes, I like beer. <laughs> I still like beer. I enjoy beer. Do you like beer? Although, oh, 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 okay. I could name a few people in this gallery who blacked out too, but I've actually never done it. I love watching baseball. My daughter is a woman. Just, oh my God, what a fucking baby. I know, but we're going to have we're, fucking, oh. I'm can sorry. You, can you just give yourself an alcoholic embolism, you fucking loser? And everyone who was like, and I saw so many people say, who literally everything I said about Dr. Ford's testimony, they said about Brett Kavanaugh's. They said, That's How right. could you watch that and not have your heart break for this man? Holy or shit. Show, or, or like feel sympathy for what he's gone through. This motherfucker is crying because he's guilty. No, that's that's right. why he's fucking tearing and choking up there. These are yeah. the people who it is the equivalent of the people who like watch the movie Rain Over Me. And there are millions of these people and are like, This is the greatest acting performance I've ever seen. Because it's two hours of Adam Sandler going, oh, I'm freaking sad. Like, they think that's like high drama and wonderful. Like, they're exactly that fucking stupid. The ones who aren't just like looking for an out, looking for a way to be like, oh, he cried. That proves he didn't do it or whatever. The ones who legitimately believe it, they are that stupid. The, The two things you should take away from the past few years of this country is many people are exactly as cruel and vicious and... Uh, cynical as they seem but also most people are as stupid as they seem most people are just fucking idiots Mm -hmm. 
just complete fucking idiots who uh, are, you know, maybe they'll gum the knob of a radiator like a baby and just burn their teeth. They'll just die in any of the numbers of ways baby die, babies die. Putting just it, yeah. fucking idiots. Just mewling infant morons. What? So what happens if he is put on the court? Like... Well, that's I, the key thing I keep thinking. Well, I said of, I, would, I, I would hope hundreds of thousands of women and men in this country, like we saw, you know, I mean, I've had my criticisms of it, but the women's march after Donald Trump, I hope it would go significantly further than that. Yeah, well, to, protesting isn't enough. Yeah, it has to go past protest. It, it can't be. It, ha- it has to be like actual civil disobedience. That's it has right. to be protesting that breaks the law that occupies physical public space. S- go go and just... surround every fucking courthouse in the country. Shut every fucking courthouse in the country. Say, if you're not, if we're not going to have law, you're not going to have law. But it, I mean, again, and it needs to be clear from the top down. I doubt it will. But if it's not, the people who know what is true and what the ramifications of this need to make clear that the Supreme Court and any law that they pass is illegitimate. Right. And should not be followed i i had read and maybe you know if this is true but uh, a a historian of the court and and the government said that there is absolutely nothing in the constitution that says that anybody has to actually follow what the supreme court does and it's just something we've chosen to do well, yeah judicial review that's uh, that was invented by uh marbury versus madison i think so that's that's an actual thing like well i mean it's it's essentially the the fabric of the way we do things in this yeah. country i mean that's you know been the precedent for you know what, what going on 220 so years and yet it's all collapsing and this and, is just another example I mean, there's obviously been times that the court has uh, uh court decisions have been uh ignored just disregarded like yeah. famously by uh andrew jackson uh at this point i mean i think the court realizes that or has historically realized that okay our ability to actually boss the president around is very limited so if it really comes to something pretty big, we're going to have to err on the side of uh, letting them do what they want. Well, yeah. I mean, I know I know everyone, uh, you know, we have we have wonderful memories of the Supreme Court. We think it's like some sort of protection against, you know, progress in this country because of the few decisions they've made, like Brown v. Board of Education or uh, Roe v. Wade or something like that. But any fair assessment of the long arc of the Supreme Court's history will show that it is a bulwark for the power of the bosses mm-hmm. and the violent elites who rule us. It is a heinous it, institution. It's a heinous institution like the Senate itself that is inherently undemocratic mm-hmm. that exists to cancel the majoritarian populist impulses. Yeah. We should get rid of it. Again, no matter what happens to this, if you could watch that fucking grotesque charade yesterday and not come away thinking that we absolutely need to get rid of both the Supreme Court and the Senate, like tomorrow, I don't. I mean, I, I just don't know what and what you saw and the presidency and the presidency too. They all have to go. I mean, we should have like yeah, like a more, like a more like a, a parliamentary system. Yes, with a prime minister. This and, doesn't work. I yeah. like the Swiss system where they have nine presidents. <laughs> Is that what? That's yes. like a Supreme Court. Yes. Yeah. Well, if they're all Act elected like is the thing, and they all have different portfolios. Is that true? Yes. I think nine, maybe seven, something like that. They have a, uh, I, I forget what it's called, but uh, like a no, every, it's like Chapo group. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a group, a group executive. <laughs> no, but Dave, you're absolutely right. All of it. All of it. All of it has led us to this point where just basically an open rapist is going to be given the authority of life and death law and justice over 320 million people picked by a rapist 
Picked by a rapist himself. Yeah, it, by our president. It is fucking astounding. You know, I read today that uh, Georgetown Prep, the uh, annual tuition for that is $55,000. Jesus Christ. And that's something like, that is something that's inconceivable to the vast majority of people in this that's country. Like, that's like beyond the top 1%. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, their longtime headmaster at Georgetown Prep was sexually abusing children throughout his entire reign there. No way. Fuck. No Christ. way. When it originally broke, guess who defended him? No. Mark Judge. Jesus. How then fuck? then when it when it became so obvious that the allegations were true, Mark Judge doubled back around and blamed gay people. It's Catholic magic, everybody. It is the fucking Catholic Catholics. excellence. It's the fucking Catholics. And that was the other amazing thing. That was the other amazing thing about Brett Kavanaugh. Let's take this mask off. Oh, the Pope. I knew it. This is just like, I'm going to start one of those Hillary Warnest accounts, but for Thomas Nast. <laughs> he, was, he was completely fucking right. He was those totally crocodiles right. coming out of the river. Uh, these people are. Kavanaugh literally has the teeth of a crocodile. Oh, my God. Uh, no, he was still out there. In that hearing and everything leading up to it, I know Amber has mentioned it. Are we really still at the point where saying I'm a highly religious Catholic is like a CV booster? It's at this fucking point, fucking mind boggling. It's, yeah, it's like, literally like, you think like it's okay, literally like you can have, I, I I I speak a dead language that Christ did to speak. By the way, to cast spells and also the guys who helped me cast the spells fuck children and it's basically okay. I mean, that was, the, that was the other great thing I saw. Uh, you know, David French, or another friend of the show, and like all this stuff about these new allegations, the uh, the Sweatnik allegations about literal gang rapes going on at Beach Week and just, you know, David French was like, all right, come on. Are you meaning to tell me that these gang rapes are going, wrong, are going along and nobody said anything or Jesus. did anything? And it was just like, oh, yeah, it's not like we have I mean, major, major evidence of like the fact that not just the Catholic Church, but literally every center of power in our society from the entertainment industry to fucking the military to our government to like the, the media. All this shit goes on. And yeah. guess what? Nobody says anything. Nobody yeah, says, go nobody your, says go, anything yeah. because either they're complicit in it or it's just easier to go along to get along. Yeah. Or they rightly know if you're one of their victims that they can absolutely destroy your fucking life if you say word one. Yeah, go go put your fucking wife on net nanny, you fucking loser. So, so Bill Cosby would uh, they, he would ask, ask for a script to be written with a, a young woman in it. And then, uh, and then they would do a read through, and he would he would tell the writers, spice it up a little bit, spice, put some language in there that's you know make it a little more hot. And then, and then the actress would come in, and they would do the read through with the actress, and he would hold, he would stop it in the middle. What have you guys done? This is too much. The, the language is terrible. Rewrite this. And he'd look at the actress and go, why, why don't we hang out in my green room? The Cosby Show was procuring victims. For Bill Cosby and everybody was complicit. That's the society we live in. Because everyone's and he is now finally gotten his due when he's about to die at the end. That was the fucking eighties. Everybody knew that's what he was doing. I mean, yeah, and if if you can look at those that body of facts, 
and then just be like, oh, that makes it less likely that what you know that that Ford story is true, or that oh, how could it, how is it possible that Brett Kavanaugh, a guy who everybody loves and is such a good family man, and he finished at the top of his class, and he coaches all these girls' basketball teams, how can that be possible that someone like that could do these heinous things that are being alleged? It's just not credible. Is Lying to you or lying to themselves. Well, the, the bullshit. They're, they're, they don't believe it for a second. I mean, there's just too many examples of Ted Bundy and, and Harvey Weinstein and so many fucking guys. The whole Catholic Church is, is, is a fucking pedophile ring. If it was anything else than the Catholic Church, FBI vans would be rolling up to every single fucking church in the country and pulling out records. But they get away with it. But the, every single Catholic Church should be, uh, be you know, combed over with, the, with, the, with fucking everything they have to find out about what's happened. It should be shut down. All right. Well, honestly, this has been a, a very, one of our darkest show. I mean, I don't know how else to talk about what's going on right now. I mean, I hope oh, it's, it's maddening. It, it, it's, I it's, thought you guys would have me on eventually to talk about the environment, which would have been dark, but this is actually worse. Well, actually my original plan was, I know you have that doctorate in environmental science. I'm sorry. We didn't get to use that. Uh, <laughs> My original plan was to have you on, and I would try to uh, dollop you by teaching oh you about something funny and quirky. See how you like from it. American history. <laughs> but then, as I was trying to figure out, you know, what would be a funny, a funny bit or story to teach uh, you and, and the guys about, I realized that like the dollop has literally done every fucking funny oh and good God. story from American history. Yeah, there's not many left. <laughs> yeah, there's really. Well, I had this idea where uh, we would each prepare like a short dollop. But some of them are are true stories, and some oh of them my, are made up. Oh. And you would have to guess, like you bet your life. That would be fucking like, uh, hard. beyond belief, yeah. because they're, it's so insane that that would be really hard. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, we'll do that next time. Like I said, I, I know this may have been a a tough episode to listen to or get through. I mean, I, I hope that we've expressed what I'm feeling and what I think a lot of people are feeling right now in a way that. You know, maybe uh, helpful or I, or just reflected what you're feeling right now. I, and I'd also like to say that I know, based on what's happening and how women are feeling, you know, you do have you have allies on out there. Well, I mean, the irony there that you know, male allies. Well, that you know, it, it, that it's for the four of us talking about it. I'm sure isn't lost in anyone. Uh, I, you know. I, I don't know what to say about all this. I mean, I, we, we've, I think I've said everything that I was feeling about this. I'm, you know, I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry we've talked so much about Kavanaugh and so much dark shit on the show recently. But I really don't know if there's a way around it. Hopefully, we can. I don't know. Switch it up or do something fun, yeah. or funny again soon. Because honestly, I'm in a fucking K hole right now. I, I, you know, I hope yeah. more than anything, the only reason we ever talk about this fucking guy again is because he got the opportunity to guest pilot an F-35. <laughs> That's it. I wish for that more than anything. Uh, do you guys have any I'm other... sick of seeing his fucking baboon face. I'm sick of his fucking tears. I'm sick of seeing this fucking guy. Well, oh, my God. He again, should be in a fucking urn. I'm but, giving up. You know. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm giving up making predictions that are about anything about what's going to happen with this vote or his him being on the Supreme Court. I mean, I thought he would be pulled, but it's a different game now. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm gonna, I'm not going to make predictions anymore about this, but it's just, you know, everyone is uh, right to be angry and they're right to be afraid. 
Yep. But we should, you I'll know, put my, I'll put my chips down uh, just as a good faith gesture. I think he fails fifty one forty nine. I think Matt's right. I think uh, a gentleman from West Virginia votes for him, and he gets through. And I don't think the Republicans quite understand what's coming because the backlash is going to be horrifying. Well, just keep the keep the way you feel right now uh, close to you, and keep that in mind going forward and respond accordingly. I mean, the last thing I'll say is as far as the fact that we know who these people are, treat them as such. Yeah. They deserve to go nowhere in our society without being screamed at and having shit thrown at them. Yep. Do not pretend for a second. We know, we know who these people are now. We know what they do. We know what they're like. We know what they want to do to us. Treat them like it. Yep. And uh, Kirsten Gillibrand, Kamala Harris, any other Democratic senator listening to this, you can win the Chapo Trap House 2020 presidential endorsement if you punch Lindsey Graham in the face <laughs> on the floor of the Senate. <sighs> or beat him with a cane. Or, oh, you know. That's a classic. That's Lindsay, a classic move. Yeah. Lindsey Graham, prove, your brave, prove how brave you are. Try to reclaim the South China Sea for American interests by yourself, please. <laughs> well... Dave Anthony, thanks for coming on. Thanks. You guys are performing tonight. Yeah. I mean, it'll be too late by the time you too listen late. to this. Uh, but if you don't already know about The Dollop, check out The Dollop. It's one of the best podcasts there is. Thank you. Dave, thanks a lot for joining us under uh, just a miserable fucking day. Yeah. All right. The dark cloud cast by this fucking Hibernian orangutan. <laughs> Die. See you, everybody. All right, guys. Till next time. Bye. Bye.